Hello and welcome to episode number 10 of Generally Speaking About the Church, and this is Cliff Ravenscraft coming to you with yet another Almost Daily Devotional. Now today I want to do something new, and that is I want to try to keep this under 5 to 10 minutes in length, so today I want to simply introduce to you what the title of the show is, and that is Can We Trust It? Now of course I'm talking about the Bible. Now, many people out there know that I'm a Christian, and unashamedly so, I believe in the Bible to be God's word, fully true, without error. Now, with that said, I understand that there is a lot of controversy that some people seem to have when it comes to God's word. And in fact, I'm going to introduce to you now a 2 minute and 43 second clip, and then I'll tell you what this is. We live in a world that um, would have us all believe that basically all religions lead to the same place and that it really doesn't matter what you believe because eventually we all die and we all go to a good place that's what 90 percent of americans believe anyway that believe in heaven and there's a good god and a good heaven and a good place and everybody's good so at least we all think we're good enough so we all go there and it doesn't really matter if you get there through you know christianity or whatever at the same time it's kind of odd we go to school we go to universities and um, graduate school and they tell us that you know, it's fine to believe whatever you want to believe and all roads lead to God, but I'd be kind of careful about this way to God because this is not a book that can be trusted, that because there are so many errors and so many contradictions, because there's so much about the supernatural, that um, it's good maybe for motivation and, and politicians love to pick phrases out of here and use them strategically, but other than that, it's not really something that you could place your faith in because after all, it's just a book like every other book, but it's not even as good as most other books, many would argue. And so you came out of your freshman year of college and some uh, professor dismantled your Sunday school faith and they were smarter than you and had more degrees than you and then you got busy and you never looked back. And when anybody brings it up or throws out what about the Bible, you're quick to throw out the things they told you years ago that you never investigated. Well, it's full of errors and it's full of contradictions. Well, actually, no, I haven't read it, but I'm just sure it's full of errors or contradictions or somebody would have told me by now that it's something I should read. And yet the odd thing is, here we are. Thousands of us, and all over this city, tens of thousands more, and all over this country, millions of people gather on Sunday morning to worship the God of this book and claim to have a relationship with the son of the God who gave us this collection of books. And, and more than that, almost a third, or some people say over a third of the world's population claim to be Christians. Over a third of the world's population claimed they believe in God and that he sent his son and his name was Jesus and that through Jesus they have found forgiveness of sin and they placed their whole eternity based on that claim. Now, how is that? Are, are we just that unstable? I mean, do, do we just need propping up that much? Is there something in all of us or in enough of us that says, you know, I don't know if it's true and I don't even need, want to know if it's true, but I got to have something other than what I see in here that as we heard this morning in the baptism videos, there is this vacuum, there is this hole, there is this vacancy and all the stuff I have and all the relationships I have, I just can't fill it and I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but gee, it seems to work, so I'll just kind of go with that and then pass it on to my kids. I mean, is that all there is to this? I mean, how is it that this could be, book is so easily discredited and yet there's so many of us that keep reading it and believing in it? What's that about? What is that about? In fact, uh, this is a uh, very exciting announcement that I want to share with you today. Uh, if you've been listening to any of my other podcasts, you'll know that Andy Stanley 
the pastor of North Point Community Church in uh, Georgia, is my favorite all-time speaking, preaching pastor in the world. As far as I'm concerned, there's nobody that speaks as clearly uh, who can drive home a culturally relevant message without um, giving up or taking away any of the the authority of scripture and 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 just clearly explaining complex things of of the scripture and 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 just driving it home away in a way that we can all understand the thing is is that uh, the problem I've mentioned many times is the fact that North Point Community Church, while they happen to have the best pa- preaching pastor in the world, in my humble opinion, which may not be so humble all the time, I apologize for that. And uh, the fact is, is that that they do have all of their sermons available online and have for quite some time. They used to be above the trend and uh, make these things available, and, and they still have them available via streaming, uh, either Real Media, uh, Real Player, and Windows Media Player online, but they have not yet caught on to the podcast bandwagon. However, what I've just played for you is the first three minutes of a three-part series, sermon series called Verdict, which is the very first podcast put out by North Point Community Church, or North Point Ministries. Now, this isn't something that they've got out there that they've announced that they're doing on a regular basis, but they did make this available via podcast, and you can go to iTunes and subscribe to this series. In fact, I've just finished listening to the third of the three series uh, sermons today, and it is a fascinating, absolutely wonderful, inspiring message from Andy Stanley on how we can trust the the Bible uh, to be a, a a book that is accepted as a credible record of actual events that took place. And so, if you've ever had it in your mind as a Christian that you know, I wish I had more understanding of why I should believe in in God's word or the Bible as being God's word, and that it's literal and and, and that that it can be trusted, that it hasn't been you know, messed up in translations and handed down gener- generation to generation that, that it hasn't been messed with or tampered with. And so if, if you've ever had any concern of whether or not the Bible can be trusted as a, as a historical evidence of things that occurred, which uh, talks about the life of Jesus, then I want to encourage you to listen to this le- message. If you're listening to this and you're not a Christian and you're investigating the faith, well, it, I, I would say if you're investigating the faith, you need to investigate whether or not the Bible is true. Because if you cannot believe in at least the four gospel messages that talk about Jesus Christ and the claims that he made to be the Son of God, then there is no further investigation. Because if we cannot believe in the first four books of the New Testament, which are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those are the only things that we hang our faith upon. And, and as far as what's being presented there. And so if you are investigating the faith, I am, I, I don't know how to encourage you any more than to go to the show notes for this website or for this podcast at generallyspeakingpodcast.com and look for the show notes for About the Church and then look for episode 10 and click on the link to subscribe to this podcast by North Point Ministries called Verdict. And listen to this three-part sermon series. 
it for those who are not who are already Christians, this will just be affirmation for you, and it will help you see and have more confidence in the Word of God. Uh, and those who are not yet Christians, it will at least give you something further evidence in your search for truth. And may God bless you all. Thank you very much. In a world that's full of choices, familiar voices you long to hear. You reach a certain age where suddenly it's not about where are we going to go on Friday night. Phil Urban, president and CEO of Grange Insurance. It's about children and a mortgage and responsibilities and it can add up to a pretty good amount of money. That's why your Grange Independent Agent is the best life insurance advisor you could ask for. It's really easy to sit down with somebody you're comfortable with and have a conversation. What are your needs? What does your family need? And making sure you've got the right life insurance is absolutely a part of that strategy. You can get the right amount of life insurance coverage at the right rate from me, Cliff Ravenscraft, your Grange Independent Agent, since 1997. Give me a call today at 888-364-5922. Your partner in protection.